How often do you find yourself complaining about the way that you think and the way that you feel and the way that you don't have the right amount of energy for what's expected in your everyday walk? Well, you know, what you eat affects your physical and mental health. Hey, it's Arrow inside the LAProductions.us studio. We are unplugged and totally uncut with the author of Eat, Feel, Fresh, Sahara Rose Katabi. How are you? Fantastic. I'm a little bit jealous that that studio where you're sitting at has all the food in it, all the color, the love, the fun, and everything that you put into everything. Oh, yes. We're having a great time. We can't wait to eat it. What is it like for you to be able to take all of this love that you have for food and preparing it in a very healthy way to where now you're sharing it with the world? I mean, you're reaching beyond the four corners of your walls now. Mm. Yeah. So honestly, I think it's something that everyone is capable of. When you are passionate about something, when something has radically shifted your life, you really have no choice but to share it with others. It really feels like a divine duty that I have been gifted with because Ayurveda has changed my life in so many ways. And I know that it is really the answer that so many people are seeking for their health problems, digestive issues, anxiety, depression. There's so many things that Ayurveda, the world's oldest health system, can can help you with. So that's really what motivates me every day. Isn't it kind of weird that we have to wait till something goes wrong before we start eating right? You know, I think that we all have to sort of learn the hard way. Otherwise, you know, why why go to this type of thing? It, you're only going to go to it when you deeply need it. And that's when everything shifts. And that's when you really evaluate what's important to you and not. And that's when you see why health is the predecessor to everything else. Well, everything that you have featured inside this brand new book is everything that I put in my own life. I mean, the sesame ginger miso bowl. I mean, this this right here is it's it's a, it's a comfort food, but at the same time, it's an exploration food. Mm, yes, that's so beautifully put. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to take foods that people are familiar with, the ginger miso broth, your pho, burger, pizza, brownies, pancakes, all the things that we eat regularly on a daily basis and ways to make them more plant-based, Ayurvedic, and alkalizing. So you're not totally shifting away to a new diet that you try for a week and totally give up on, but you're taking foods that feel comfortable and feel known to you and adding in some spices, replacing some ingredients that may not be as good for you, like the wheat flour or the sugar, and making them healthier for your body. I'm, I'm glad you said that because right away, I want listeners to know that this is not a book based on fad foods, that this right here, this is a lifetime and beyond a collection of recipes. Yes, definitely. And and they're recipes that really have been tried and true. Ayurveda is the world's oldest health system, so it's not a fad that I or someone made up. It's really where all health systems come from, Chinese medicine, Western medicine, herbology, surgery. They all have roots in Ayurveda. So anything that's been existing for this long and is still practiced really shows that there are some tenets to this that we can learn from. Now, now building a taste bowl, doesn't, wouldn't, don't you think that that's kind of like finger food in the way of relieving anxiety and and kind of beefing up conversation so there'll be less fatigue? Is there a way to beef no, up? Well, I mean, I, I look at the taste bowl and I, I see this as being right in the center of a table and we're in the middle of a conversation. So if you came into the conversation with anxiety or fatigue, man, this right here is an invitation for you to break out in conversation while sharing on something that's very good for your mind, body and soul. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, the foods that we eat really can 
impact our anxiety levels as well. I used to have really bad anxiety and it was caused by eating on the go, never sitting down for a meal, having a lot of cold, raw, dry foods. And these are foods that Ayurveda has actually found contribute to anxiety. So coming together, sharing a warm cooked meal is actually a way to help alleviate that. So what would you say is the best way to activate a book like this? Because you've got some beautiful pictures in here and you know how people are in their kitchen. Oh, it doesn't look like hers. We've got to reach beyond that, don't we? Yes, definitely. And the beautiful thing about this book is everything is really easy to make. You can go to your grocery store, find all of the ingredients there. And I made the recipes have very few steps in them and use minimal amount of dishes possible. So there are things that you can make on a busy weeknight, things that you can meal prep, have ready for you for work for the next two days. And it doesn't need to look beautifully presented. It just needs to be healthy. And the beautiful thing about fruits and vegetables is they're so beautiful as it is that there really isn't that much that you need to do. Just picking the right sauce or adding a little bit of the right flavor really goes a long way. Now, I've had the, the, the chia drinks, but I've never had chia pudding. What, what is this all about? Yeah, so chia seeds are a really power-packed seed. They're very high in protein and iron, so it's a really good plant-based solution for that. Um, they are a Mayan seed from oh. from Mexico. Yes, so the the book does not only include traditional Ayurvedic ingredients; it includes ingredients from around the world. So the word chia actually meant power, and the ancient Mayans would put chia seeds in their pockets while they were building <laughs> the ancient Mayan civilization and eat them for power. So when you add them to any sort of liquid, like an almond, coconut milk, or even water, they become gelatinous, like a pudding. So it's a very easy thing. You take two tablespoons of chia seeds and you add them to your choice of non-dairy milk. And in about 10 minutes, they're going to become gelatinous. And it's like a pudding, which you can customize with some cacao nibs or berries or peanut butter, whatever it is that you like. And it's something that has no grains, no wheat, no sugar, no dairy, and really packed with protein to keep you full for a long time. We are a generation of people who are very moody, and we've got some big mood swings, but you've also got some vibration foods, don't you? Yes, definitely, because the foods that we eat impact truly our vibration. So if you ever notice someone has a bad vibe and you mm-hmm. can constantly you pick up on it. So really our vibration is a reflection of the foods that we eat. So when you eat healthy, you will vibrate this just positivity that everyone's just magnetically attracted to you. So so here, this was one of the biggest shockers. I, I love eating toast when I go camping and stuff, but now you've convinced me that maybe some sweet potato toast? Yes. So, you know, a lot of the wheat products that we consume are from hybridized wheat. So it's a little different than it was in even 50, 100 years ago. So there are ways that we can just replace that. For example, taking a sweet potato and slicing it thinly and toasting it in your toaster. You can do it a few times if you don't have a strong toaster, but you don't need to bake it in advance. And you can top that off with almond butter, berries, maybe avocado and some vegetables for a savory version, whatever you would do your toast with, but instead you're using the sweet potato as your bread, which is way more packed with nutrients, more bioavailable, and healthier for your body. Now, I want listeners to know that this is just not a moment-by-moment thing that you and I are talking here, that they can physically go to your podcast and they can learn more about everything that we're talking about. 
Absolutely. Yes. My podcast is called Highest Self Podcast. And I talk all about these subjects, really making it accessible for people and taking it more than just the food, but really your purpose. You know, what is the reason for being healthy? So you can become the best version of yourself. So really my goal for anyone reading this book is so they can eat these foods, feel wonderful, and go out there and live out their purpose. Now, now one thing that I've learned about this, it is about eating healthy and, and basically uh, building a community inside your house, because this is togetherness food. This is where everybody in the household can have their own little section in the kitchen, and we bring it all together as one. Exactly. Yes. I think so many of us these days, we eat by ourselves. Yep. Um, we're constantly on the go in our cubicles, eating while working. And it's not just the foods you eat, but how you eat those foods. And when you eat those foods in a communal setting where you're in gratitude for the foods that you're eating, it's actually going to be healthier for you. Well, you know, because everybody is so addicted to like sushi. They call that their healthy food. And look what's in here. You've got bento box sushi. Yes, yeah. But then instead of using rice, I use cauliflower rice, which Yum. you can even get ready-made at, you know, many supermarkets have it. And then the bento box, if you look at it without, if you're adding the spicy tuna, that's that's where the unhealthy stuff comes in. But you're taking different sea vegetables and with the cauliflower rice and some miso or tamari sauce, and you have a really delicious meal that you can take with you to work. Wouldn't you say that, the because we're in the fall months and it's only like 45 degrees here in the Carolinas today, this, this to me, I need that. That comfort warm food your book will invite us into places like that won't it Absolutely. It's so important that we eat foods that match for the season because, you know, in the Carolinas, I know you guys have had a very different summer than you have right now. So it's important for us to continually swap out our ingredients for what is local at that time. The earth naturally provides the harvest of the foods that we need. So in the wintertime, we have heavier foods because our body needs that nourishment. Whereas in the summertime, we need lighter foods because those same heavy foods are going to be too overheating. How, How easy is it to make that pumpkin? hummus because I am addicted to hummus, period. Oh, it's so easy because you can just pick up some canned hummus, I mean some canned pumpkin, and blend that up with some um, tahini, which is sesame seed butter, and whip that up, and it's a really good replacement, especially for people who are trying to follow a more paleo diet or they don't want to eat legumes for some reason. I have lots of different recipes in there for them as well. Oh, my daughter is all about paleo. Man, I'm so glad that you have released this book because it really does open up the door for for why it is that we live this lifestyle, and it just just invites a lot more people in through the door. Mm, I'm I'm so honored, and thank you so much for sharing the message as well.